You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today, Ryan, aka Cognitive Pit, has graced us back with his presence once again. How are you doing? Well, I went off on my solo career and failed within seven days, so I'm back here, and <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing good. We're recording on Saturday afternoon, so you'd think that I'd be awake for this, uh, as opposed to our, you know, our, our Friday nights at the end of the work week where we're back break, you know, our backs are broken, we're tired, but nope, just as tired on a Saturday, so <laughs> let's roll through. At least you're consistent. Yeah, but we are glad to to, to have you back. There were a lot of... Listeners that were a little worried about you came in my stream, asked if you were okay, and I was like, "No, he's okay, he's okay." So it's glad to it's glad to have you back, and we're also joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm kind of glad to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first time, we are joined by Dudadine. How are you doing, brother? Hello, man. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm honored to be here, honestly, so thanks for that. If you uh, haven't heard of Duda Died, he does the awesome podcast with Cargos, Def Camp, and Melderon. Uh, good morning, Azeroth. And so if you haven't checked that out, you probably should, because it's mm-hmm. really good. It's it's not every week, you know. It's kind of like, you know, it comes when it comes, and you just kind of have to watch out for it, but... You can you can find that either on Car- Cargos's uh, YouTube or you can find it on Def Camp and Melderon's Apple Podcast Def Talk. All right. Well, that being said, this episode this episode we're gonna there's a lot of a lot of news, a lot of crazy news stuff that we were not expecting. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Um, well, that's basically, we're just going to talk about all the news because there's a ton. And then we're going to, at at the end, we're going to get to know Dudadine. And then if we have time, we have a couple extra things we might talk about, but I don't want to tell you just in case we don't get to it. So <laughs> without further ado, let's get into reviews. Yeah, so I'm super excited for the reviews this week because we've got a really wonderful alliance showing. Uh, but the first review, uh, it is from goomed from gravulous but uh he says great stuff you guys are great i listen to you guys all the time while i'm at work definitely need some more bingo content that stuff cracks me up i definitely agree we need uh either bingo back on or he's got to start messing <laughs> up more and raid again uh and then hopefully still wolf comes back on because that guy was hilarious too hope you guys keep continuing because the content is fire p.s for the alliance from Goomed, from Gravulous. <laughs> Thank you so much for your review. Uh, definitely agree on on everything you said. <laughs> yeah, well, and 
What's crazy is that we you know the bingo content. We didn't make it up. It was it was real stuff that was happening, and now he just doesn't make as much mistakes. And so, what are you gonna do? Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we'll put him on a new class for TVC, and maybe we can, you know, get out a little <laughs> we'll have more. Plenty concerned. of new content. <laughs> just, just squeeze out every drop of content <laughs> bingo's got. Uh, the next review is an interesting one. It's one that got mailed in. Um, Literally in-game mail to us, which we appreciate. Uh, Yo, Bob, Mel, and of course, Yip, Heart, you know, (laughs) the order. I I understand, I understand, but I thought I would send in a review via mail, something different. Five star, of course. Asterisk, 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 (laughs) asterisk. Bloody love the podcast you guys run. I've been listening from the start, and I must say, I'm eagerly waiting every week for each episode. I love how laid back you all are. It feels like I'm right there with you. I can't wait to listen to the stories that TBC will unveil. And best of luck crushing the content. Keep up the great work. Quant- quantum? I think it's qu- Quantum of the of the Alliance on Aurigal. But there's like an N at the end, so it might be like Quantum. Quantum <laughs> of the Alliance on Aragal, thank you. I'm so happy. Look at that. We're getting more alliance coming in here. Like th- this was crazy though. Like that it came in game to me, and I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll put it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people finding new ways to review, we definitely appreciate it. If you want to send us, you know, cut out letters from a magazine in a ransom letter form, <laughs> you can mail that in. Too. That would be awesome. Can we just point uh, out that his name is WC Reloaded? I think you had to make a tune. Yeah, Yeah, love it. And then finally, we have one uh, from Rockets on uh, on the the Warcraft radio uh, reviews. Uh, As someone who missed out on everything WoW up until last year, this podcast really helps me with all the info I don't know. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and having such a great group of people involved in the show. It's always a good time, and I'll be coming to this podcast to help me through TVC. Or the Alliance, again, living in a mud hut sounds so uncivilized. And, and you know what? Listen, in, 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 in Vanilla WoW, I get it, okay? You know, there, a, lot of these, a lot of these people are nomadic. They, you know, it hasn't been that long since they've come to Azeroth. But even in retail, Orgrimmar is still sticks and mud. So, you know, come on. How long do they need to, to get up to par with us? I think it's a good point. I, have, a good to, point. I have to totally agree. You know, there's some leeway in there, but it's like 30 years in the future in retail now, and they're still living in Orgrimmar. So I agree. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for your reviews. Yep, yep. From three different lo- locations this week. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to skip what we've been doing this week because I feel like the news is just going to – we're going to be able to tell you what we've been doing this week through through the news. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so we're just going to kind of skip that. I also think it's going to be a jam-packed ep- episode, so I just want to be careful. So with that, let's move into – <laughs> Time for the news. To me and Yip's crazy surprise, patch 1.3.7 dropped. And it's a big patch. It comes with the Chrono the Chrono Boon dispenser. 
comes with, or is that how you say it? Displacer. Displacer. Sorry, sorry. And it comes with the removal of spell batching, like all this stuff that we really just didn't expect to come before pre before pre patch. They had said it would come before TBC. We didn't expect before pre patch, and a lot of people have pointed out to me that it did say patch one point one three point seven, which would make you think that it's not pre-patch because pre-patch is 2.0, which I do get that logic, but it's still just, it's, it was weird for it to come in. So, well, yeah, I mean, the big the big thing, though, is that 1.13.7, I feel like, was on the PTR even before TBC was fully announced. Am I crazy? Like, this is how long this has been I on the PTR. So, yeah. so for me, from my perspective, I was like, well, of course they're not going to call it 2.0. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, they just wouldn't do that if it was 2.0. Yeah, yeah. So let's just kind of go through each of them because, the, like, do you want to start off with the big one, the Chrono Boon Displacer? Because this changed our entire night in in um, Nax this last week. Yeah. So the Chrono Boon Displacer came out, uh, which we we have talked about before, but we under the impression that they were coming out only on the classic era servers, though we were not under the impression that they'd be coming out for our raids uh, that we'd be using them. Uh, but they they work pretty simply. You can get them from Chromie. I think they're 10 gold. And what they do is actually save your buff. So they save uh, your Dragon Slayer buff, Rallying Cry, uh, Wartooth's Blessing, Spirit of Zandalar. Um, they save like your Felwood buff and things like that. So what you can do is once you have a buff or a group of buffs, you click the uh, Chrono Boon Displacer. It stores those buffs and creates a new item that will reactivate those buffs for you. So there's a couple fun ways to choose it, where if you have multiples of them, you can store and reactivate and then store them together and things like that. But uh, just the baseline way to, to use it, you get your buffs, you store them, and then you're allowed to go play the game again. You won't be dispelled. Weird. You can walk into Nax and then turn your buffs on. So you can, <laughs> you can literally just walk into Nax. We don't have to summon anybody anymore. Uh, but yeah, that's the Chrono Boon Displacer. Uh, pretty huge change to the buff meta. It is wild because I've never gotten, I've never gotten Song Songflower with all of my buffs, and I was able to get it because I was just able to go with the buffs I already had or prior, and just able to grab it. You know, you do have an hour cooldown on storing buffs. There's no cooldown on 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 restoring buffs. Like you could do that. If your hour cooldowns down, you can restore your buffs with a new buff, then rebottle them. Um, I did have a bug with Addy Bags where it was showing the hour cooldown, and I had to log out and log back in. But I found out that Bag Bagnon did not have that bug, and just the regular UI didn't either. But I used three of them and was able to have an hour and fifty-seven minutes of every buff. Like I only lost like three minutes off each, at most, off each buff, and. That was nuts. Did you have any ex, uh, ex experience with this, uh, dude, Dan? It was quite interesting. So the, the first time we used it uh, was last week's uh, Wednesday's raid, obviously. As probably everyone tried uh, when, when everyone tried it out. So um, we tried something different in Nax. Uh, we had all our healers keep the buffs for Saffron and KT mm. uh, because you can now basically run with half the raid 
with buffs for the first half of the raid and then have the other half use it in the second half of the raid. Oh, you did half and half. Interesting. Well, not exactly half-half, but we had all melee use it in the beginning and then uh, asked uh, the ranged TBS, the majors, the warlocks, to keep it. Some kept it, some didn't. And then all healers kept it for uh, for Saffron and KT because Saffron is like the most healing intensive fight usually. Um, yeah. And that worked out very, very well for us. Um, we noticed that spell batching was huge but we get there later i suppose um but yeah uh honestly that that in itself uh, was great but the biggest thing in my opinion was it felt so much more relaxing just not having to log in like 30 minutes before the raid get the buff get the summon log out then do the whole raid setup and all that stuff you could just fly there run in um stay logged in and was it it felt wrong yeah it <laughs> felt so wrong i was like i got i got i got i got summoned to nax and i was like well, should i pvp a bit before i go in because i'm <laughs> here like a half an hour early maybe i'll just mess around with the horde out outside for a bit i was just like this is weird i should feel scared but i don't at all <laughs> yeah i logged in i like zoned into the instance and i like immediately went to like log out and i was like oh I don't have to log out now. I can just stay and look around. <laughs> it's a, it's an absolute huge relief. I I was expecting I wasn't expecting it to come, and when it came, I was like, "Oh, weird! Like this patch is coming before pre-patch. Bizarre." But there was just this immediate sense of relief of being, even though I didn't have any buffs yet, and I still had to buff like right before raid. Practically, just being able to store them so I could get there <laughs> and to raid safely. It was just a huge relief. We we actually had a, a little bit of a different strategy. Um, not everybody had enough displacers for uh, for this, but our biggest struggles are we we really like to have world buffs in uh, a bomb for patchwork, and then we really need world buffs for four horsemen. Um, and then that's that's really it. Four horsemen is really like the real the real big problem for us. I think that if we don't have buffs for, we're we're pretty worried. Although we have done it without like without buffs once, but it's still scary. Yeah, once or twice, but it's always after it's always after wipes too. Like it's never just like, hey, let's try it without world buffs. <laughs> and then it works. Uh it's always it's always a little bit of a struggle. So we'd like to have them for that. So we spent the first hour with buffs. So we did A bomb, then we did Plague Wing, and then we stored our buffs. And then we did Spider Wing, we did Resuvius and Military. Uh, and then we turned our buffs back on for Gothic, Four Horsemen, Saffron, and KT, and it was perfect. It was like exactly what our guild needed <laughs> to be able to do everything hard. It shaved like 30 minutes off our next yeah, time. It was nuts. We're finishing way early. Um, it's just this is a huge improvement, and we're not going to have to rebuff anymore, which is what we've been having to do to one night. So this, this is just such a huge boost to our, our raid nights. Yeah, well, the thing is, um, it's also a stealth nerf to the next raid, um, which I don't know if, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, personally... Which was why I thought it wouldn't come out, yeah. you know, but yeah. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not entirely sure if I think it, it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, Nax is quite expensive, it's quite hard, but I, I like the raids to be hard, so i rather had them just remove world buffs, if I'm totally honest. But this was, or this is already, um, this is, is a very, very much relief. Um, so I'm I'm happy either way, I wanted to say. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like the, the fundamental premise of it and, and whether or not I like that Nax is easier. It's like, yeah, I probably don't 
like these things. But when it comes to the practical raid that I'm going to, it's just like, this is kind of nice. Like, this is, you know, I'm benefiting directly from it. But yeah, I mean, it definitely does make things a lot easier. Uh, And then, like I said, you know, we're already doing decently in Nax. It just is making us do even better. Uh, so it is kind of sad, but it's also a relief. I guess it's it's far enough into progression now that it doesn't matter too much. That it's it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, it might even feel good to just be able to do it on one night and get over with it. Um, and then we wait for TBC, and things will eventually get harder, I suppose. Yeah, it'll help like people from burning out and things like that going into TBC. And and I don't think it's actually going to hurt the speed run meta. Now, something we'll talk about later, batching, probably <laughs> might, but I don't think it's going to hurt the speed running meta because they're already doing that in under <laughs> an hour speed runs. So, I yeah. mean, it's not really, you know, even they don't even lose song flower when they're doing it. So, I, like, I don't think it's going to affect that, but there's going to be effects across the board that we're not even going to fully, like, fully realize for weeks because of this because there's going to be so many different ways like i didn't even think about having you know a certain part of the raid pop them and then a certain part of the raid not pop them i mean that's you know that's huge too you know there's so many different ways we could be using this and it's going to be interest interesting another thing that i thought was weird was that you could see everybody's buffs at the time on them <laughs> like if you hover over them now what i didn't check to make sure is if if that was a Nova uh, world buff add-on thing, or if it was actually you could just see it normal in-game UI. Did anybody check that? Did anybody turn off Nova? Or did anybody not have Nova? I don't have that, but I didn't notice anything. I didn't look for it, to be honest. I didn't notice anything different, so probably it is the add-on. Okay, so when you click on somebody that has them stored, you can hover over it. It'll show you their buffs and their buff dur- uh, durations. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he didn't notice, but uh, yeah, we'll have to uh, recheck to see. Stu says you can do if... it without Nova. Okay, yeah. Okay, so. cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, then it, then it is. So when you store them, it just becomes another buff that lists all your buffs. So you can see yeah. what everyone else has. But I mean, you know, that's... The last kind of cool thing that I wanted to bring up about it and it's something I didn't think about at the time, but now I do think about it, is Chromie is super, super PvP town now. I mean, it's like it gets taken over by Eliza, it gets taken over by Horde, gets, at least on our server. But on servers that don't have balance, I I got to believe that Chromie's got to be a pain in the butt for the you know 20% per, per, percent faction. We had somebody in our guild say something funny about about like Western Plaguelands and Chromie's house is, is the Horde's last griefing attempt. It's like they're on their last leg of how they can grief people. And they just had, there were they were literally just 80 Horde around raid time uh, around Chromie, which was kind of a pain, uh, just griefing everybody trying to get in there. So maybe there won't be as many at the island. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true that's at the zg island but i think that this is like a temporary thing you can go there and purchase like a hundred of them and bring them back for other people <laughs> right so it's sort of just the first couple weeks maybe but people will just get extras early and then it won't be as big of a deal but i was surprised and i don't know why i didn't think about it when i was flying up there that there would just be raids of horde waiting to murder me always and it's gonna be funny too because i thought about this too Sorry, I keep dragging this on, but there's just so much to to this. But 
dispellers were still pretty heavy on on Tuesday. But as a week or two goes by, they're going to stop kind of wasting their time coming. And then people might be like, well, do I need to spend the 10 gold to put the buffs away? You know, they might start getting a little more lax with it. I'm kind of curious about how that's going to play out, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm already pretty lax. I'm getting all my buffs, storing them, and then I'm showing up to raid. Maybe I'll use an extra one for Songflower, but I don't find like the extra five, ten minutes, anything that's like super useful for me personally. So I'm already min, not min maxing, whatever the opposite of min maxing is. I'm max minning. I'm trying to do the minimum as maximum as I can. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think for me, I'll probably. I'll probably end up still uh, raid logging. I'll get song. I'll I'll bottle it. I'll go get uh, I'll go get DM buffs. Bottle them. Then I'll probably just get Ani and Z ZG, and then not bottle them, and then just probably log. And then if I need to help somebody or run somebody through something, then I could go ahead and use a third to 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 bottle Ani and ZG. Well, what if we don't summon you anymore, though? Oh well, then, then yeah, <laughs> I I would definitely use three then at that point because yeah. you lose the most time on DMF, you know, and I I so I guess I could do DMF bottle, do song, and then do you know the other two, and then bottle and just use two. It'll just I'll just have to kind of see. I'm curious to see what other people just get all your buffs and bottle them at once, Bob. <laughs> do yourself a favor. <laughs> Someone also brought up getting two DM buffs. Is that possible? It was possible to get two ZG buffs, but yeah. I'm pretty sure they hot fixed that pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I don't know. For me, I feel like this. I don't know if this was intended to come out now from Blizzard or if potentially the pre patch is delayed and they're giving people something to hang on to so they're not as pushing for the pre patch to come out now. I don't like. I don't like that. I know I that's the I very like that negative opinion. look. Just bottle that one back up. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's news we're going to talk about about later that pretty much de- debunks that. But we'll we will get to that when we get there. But all in all, like I talked some smack on this, but I was gritting ear to ear on Tuesday, and so uh, you know, I mean, it's. Pretty cool. Uh, there was one bummer just to mention. It doesn't really matter, but slip s- slip kicks savvy buff from DM was was bugged. If you had him ice ice trapped, uh, they fixed it pretty quickly. But it was kind of a bummer for some people's raids on early Tuesday, uh, early tu- Tuesday. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's okay. The other the other things that that um that came out was they finally changed beneficial buffs to be prioritized similarly to how debuffs are prioritized on bosses and such. This is something that I think a lot of people would have loved early on, but you know, it's cool. We're getting it now, I guess, but yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if like a lot of not tanks understand this. Uh, it's It's a huge issue for tanks. Uh, because there is a relatively small buff limit to how many buffs it's possible to get on your character, uh, things like Renew and Rejuvenate would actually push your world buffs off. So the way that beneficial buffs got pushed off was literally just in the order that you got them. So the most 
unfortunate thing is you would normally get your world buffs first. So and they would always get pushed off right at the beginning uh, if you ended up having too many buffs. So our first patchwork, I think I had two world buffs get uh, pushed off me just because I was I was over buffing myself. Like I was using like the 120 health elixir of fortitude, I think is what it's called, just because I wanted every little extra benefit I could get. And then that in turn knocks off the most important buffs that I had. So it's nice they're now doing a priority system where uh, you're not going to have like a renew knock off your your flask of the titans, I guess. So now I don't have to feel bad when I renew people. Exactly. Uh, unless it's broken, which I don't, you know, I haven't done any tests. <laughs> I'll try it on you all next Tuesday. Okay, yep. I'm just going to constantly renew you, see if I can kick off some of your buffs. I think that's a very good change. Um, we used to have problems with tanks, just like you said. Um, losing buffs because through its um, priests using basically their their toolkits right um yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah i was i was always um we as a guild we always try to make uh it possible for everyone to play their class as it as it should be played and therefore it should be possible for druids to use rejuve and recruit mm-hmm. and all that stuff so we asked asked tanks to not go to that buff cap um and if yeah. they did well they would lose buffs and then so be it but uh i think this is a this is a very good change um i don't know why they don't just up the buff limit that might also work yeah yes <laughs> that yeah that could work too well and also it got worse in um next be- because of the uh the Tier set three. bonuses yeah yeah and they would they all have their little extra uh, buff but sorry yep you you were gonna say no i don't remember anymore <laughs> it's super important <laughs> something about the buff cap limit maybe yeah oh so like uh, the buff limit is already almost all of the beneficial buffs it really is just like the hots and stuff on top so it, it, increasing the buff limit wouldn't be like hey now i can get 10 times as many world buffs increasing the buff limit would just be like now i can get hots on me so yeah increasing the buff limit would not really change too much other than people being able to use their full toolkit is all i was gonna say is you know there's not some secret extra benefit that people would really be getting uh maybe like like i said like 120 health elixir (laughs) nothing uh too crazy crazy yeah also, in the Mark of the Champion, Rune of the Dawn, and Seal of the Dawn, which are all the different uh, Argent Dawn trinkets that give you the the buff that, that lets you get Scourge Stones, they, uh, they all are now passive. Now, I was under the impression this was already changed, but I guess it wasn't. And I'm also kind of wondering, like, my numbers were quite a bit off, which... I'll talk about maybe the actual reason here after this, but my numbers were quite a bit off, and I had song uh, songflower last week. It really felt like my 150 attack power towards undead was not actually active, and I just wondered if I haven't heard anything if they found a problem, but I just wondered if they made that that buff passive, and then all of a sudden my attack power is a is passive also, but. That's just I, me with I, a I like uh, tin Bob, foil Bob's hat DPS, on. Bob's DPS wasn't that high this week. There must be a bug in the game. <laughs> that, that's what... uh, I actually think it's what we're going to talk about next, and I'll I'll uh, and, and, and I'll talk about that, which is actually a much a much more comical reason that uh, my 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 DPS was low. But did you? I mean, did, was anybody else thinking that this was already changed and just didn't realize it wasn't? 
I knew it wasn't changed. This was actually one of the this along with the Heigen change was actually one of the reasons that I was very unsure of myself about this being like pre-patch changes because I was like, why would they put the Heigen change in this the the like mark of the champion change in the pre-patch notes? And I was hoping they would separate them out at some time. So it, it did make sense. I knew it wasn't uh, in yet uh, and that it was only in the PTR, but it does seem like something that they would just hot fix. It, it doesn't seem like it should have sat on the PTR for a long period of time. Uh, so it's kind of weird that it did, but I mean, I'm glad it's out. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I can't talk. Do to dine <laughs> uh, on the, on the, the seal of down stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, that buff being passive and not part of the buff cap. I have no idea about that. I'm a healer. I, I <laughs> don't pay attention to those kind of things. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well then, let's move on to the one that's huge. So, so spell batching has been re removed. For anybody that doesn't know what it is, spell batching was where many moves on the uh, the global cooldown list were set to a four hundred millisecond batch, so almost a half of a second. That's now been re reduced to ten milliseconds. Now. What that means is that when you hit your button, it actually does something. You don't have to wait for it to batch. And this is probably the reason that my DPS was lower and something I didn't even think about when asking for no spell batching is that my old man re reflexes probably benefited from the 400 mm. millisecond batch. Whereas now I have to hit my buttons faster and the old, the old man in me just can't do that. I thought that was kind of a funny realization. That's interesting. I noticed the opposite thing. Our our raid TPS, our trash kills, everything was way faster, and we couldn't think of anything. I did notice that too. Yeah, our overall was was definitely better. It was faster, and uh, yeah, I'm talking about my old my old man skills. You know, <laughs> you personally see, but it, it felt like mages did a lot more damage specifically, and I I can't understand why that would be. Because even with spell batching, you would still be able to land your spells, right? So, I mean, I, I don't quite understand how damage suddenly improved because of that. I can say from a healing perspective, it felt really good, especially as paladins. Um, also, no more multiples, um, what's it called? Blessing of Protection, I suppose. We, we didn't have it anymore, and it just felt like playing a different game. Being the master looter, it, it immediately looted. <laughs> yeah, Weird. what the heck? Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it, it felt really nice. Um, it's the best change ever, in I, my opinion. I noticed it when buying my regents. I was like, oh, they all, they're all here real fast. Not Yeah, I, I don't know if, like, it's the problem for me is like, I don't know how much is a placebo effect, right? Like, we know spell batching got removed, so I don't know how much is just in my head. But for me, taunt was like the biggest uh most noticeable thing is that if i taunted the mob would turn to me right away i could prevent things from happening whereas before it sort of felt like every time i taunted like some you know it wasn't going to come out in time it would come out after whatever out the reason i was taunting for oh something's going to a healer i taunt and it's like oh, come on let's go <laughs> um but it it seems super snappy everything was just was just really really good i don't know it also felt like it's something that I I noticed on on Hygen. It felt like so Hygen, whenever he would be kited by our tank, would always kind of delay a bit 
when the tank moved and it seemed like he he went after him e immediately now with with batching gun almost like the mobs were on a batch too or something like that oh that's interesting i did notice that Hygen was was moving a little bit differently uh this week but we'll kind of have to see going forward to see how that changes um I don't. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard anything about that, but that is true that Hagen was <laughs> moving properly this week. Where normally he does, like he just waits. He would get pulled and he would just chill out for a while and then move. <laughs> it's the first time that we had a, a, a hiking kill without any casualties. So that's that tells something. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Well, you know, since we're talking about hiking now, anyway, there was another change. Where uh, it says they fixed a few areas in Hygen where plague waves could overlap and deal double damage, and Bob has been a victim of this countless times. I think. I mean, there's so we have so many just Twitch well, clips of Bob being yeah. like, "How am I dead here? <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. Even if I got hit, I have more than enough health, or I have like a potion popped, a nature protection potion. So how am I dead? It, it never made any sense. Uh, and now, hey, it makes sense, and it's fixed. Yeah, and I think spell batching added into that too, because I've got I've got a clip of where I died in the in a in a KT uh, void uh, zone, and I was clearly out of it. You know what I mean? Like I was definitely like last second, but like I got out, stood there for a second, and then died. Well, you're, one, you're one of those. <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but yeah, it's. It did feel really good, especially for for trash. If a you know warrior goes to use uh, execute, if you know the mob's dead, you didn't execute. You know if you like yeah. bef- before everybody just put it in, and then there'd be multiple executes and a ton of rage wasted. And I wonder if that could happen with healers and you know caster DPS too, because they're just not wasting extra mana at the end of a fight. Yeah, I mean the big the big thing for healers too is just that like there there were so many times and logs where you could just see a heal going out, but you got killed anyway. <laughs> like they just batched together, and it's like I got overkilled and healed at the same time. This is pretty silly. Uh, so I think there's just it's just gonna be it's just better overall. Yeah, that was all of the deaths were always just the batching. Yeah, no, no never, one ever would have it was died. Never the healer yeah. fault. I mean. <laughs> We would have had a no death classic wow if it wasn't for spell catching. <laughs> no, but it, it it did feel a lot more smooth. It was um like not only the heels landing, but also like the health bars moving. I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it was just like you said, um placebo effect. <laughs> but I, apparently <laughs> for me at least the, the health bars from the, the from the raid, they moved faster. Um it was just a way smoother experience, more reactive. Um, I liked it. Yeah, same with rage generation too. Also, yeah. you you would see two if you did, you know, two moves quickly in quick six six succession. You'd see it go dunk dunk rather than before, where it just all shoot in all all at once. Oftentimes, I think you were probably wasting rage because you didn't dump because you didn't realize that you were going to go to cap so quickly. Yeah, when I healed, it showed. And that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously great. I mean, it's awesome. A lot of these changes, though, they make me slightly bitter because I just wish they were in longer. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm, we're, we get we get a small period of time to enjoy them uh, in vanilla. But uh, the difference is real. I mean, even even just collecting mail and trading 
is just such a nicer experience now. The game is just, it's just, it's like freeing. I can actually trade somebody without this weird lag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It is super cool. It's still a little weird trading gold. That still lags a little bit, but I think I don't know what like what that is. I'll have to get back to you with more with more testing. But it still does a little bit of a weird delay. I don't know if that's intended or not. But one of the things people were a little uh, paladins specifically were a little scared about was would they still be able to 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 seal twist and what a a seal twist is is they'll put up a a seal then here actually uh, uh duda died you're a paladin why don't you a- explain this part yeah so um i'm, I'm a holy paladin but i know what seal t- t- twisting is because <laughs> i plan on playing red paladin in tbc um so basically seal twisting you Right before you you are going to hit with your weapon, so you need to have a weapon swing timer. Um, if you then change seals, the previous uh, seal should still be in the in the previous batch, um, while the new sh- new seal is basically in the same batch. And did I say that right? So basically, you can put two seals in the same batch, right? If you if you switch the seal right before you swing, and if you do that correctly, you can have um, the effect of two seals. Um, so that's yeah. seal twisting. And now what they did is they made it so that some seals, not all of them, um, have a slight delay if you change them. Um, so they, they still stay on the target for like, what is it, like 0.4 seconds or something, something like that. Um, so they made the seal twisting into a game mechanic, like an actual game mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm personally against it but i'm probably minority here really okay <laughs> then tell us uh tell us why because i haven't heard anybody to be act to be actually against it. Uh, multiple reasons one it's not fun <laughs> i don't like mm. i don't like the gameplay um i'm talking mainly tbc here because maybe in in, uh, in vanilla it, it might be fun because you don't really have too much to do right you're basically um auto attacking and then Seal twisting, judging probably, but in TBC you have Crusader Strike, you have Exorcism on some targets at least. Um, might consecrate. I don't think that's that's possible with uh, the man I have, but it was never intended. That's the first thing. Um, I talked with uh, damn it, I forgot his name. Um, like the the class developer, Kevin Jordan. Kevin Jordan, obviously, and a guildmate of me talked with him as well. But I, I, uh, after that, I, I had a chat with him and I asked him, what would you have done with uh, with seal twisting if it was something people used back in the day on, on, a, on a higher or a bigger scale? He said, I would have removed it because it's, it's not part of how the class was designed. And it's basically because of um, well, limitations in the system. Right, so if we can fix the limitation in the system, then it it would never have been part of the class design, as what he said. So he would have removed it, and he didn't like it being in TBC. Um, and I share the opinion. Um, I think it's more fun to do the actual paladin rotation with the crusader strike, with the judgment, with the exorcism potentially, and then focusing on focusing on different things, popping trinkets, popping wings, using potions, cleansing, whatever else you are supposed to be doing, um, instead of looking at weapon swing timer and seal switching every time you, you swing. Now, in TBC, it's quite um, 
strange how they did it. Apparently, it's it's uh, like it used to be, but you can switch from Seal of Command into Seal of Blood, but you cannot switch from Seal of Blood into Seal of Command because Seal of yeah Seal that. of Command doesn't have uh, sorry Seal of Blood doesn't have the delay on it. Um, people thought it was a bug, but apparently it's not. It's it's how it was in TBC. Um, so as long as they keep it like that, that's what they call one way twisting. I'm not too much against it because it means that you can also not seal twist, stack a lot of haste and be just fine and do good damage. You will maybe be a little bit behind, but it won't be too much and it's way easier to pull off. If they implement like the double twisting, um, I, I, I will be disappointed, very disappointed because I, then I, it means that I have to use it to be competitive. Yeah. And it's right. not something I think yeah. I will enjoy, like constantly switching, looking at the weapon timer, weapon swing timer. Yeah. So basically, I feel like it's it's an exploit that's made into a gameplay mechanic, which was never intended to be one. Yeah. Which is kind of similar to... Heroic strike queuing. <laughs> yeah, like, and really, we don't have to do that with the gear and world, like, world buffs now. But early on, we had to do it constantly even with world buffs when you're just in pre-bis and yeah you're just basically watching swing timer and now i almost want to turn it off at times like if i have buffs because i'll end up just canceling on accident because like my 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 main head's so slow down so i'm just like oh dang it i, I just missed one you know and so yeah I wasn't a big fan of canceling heroic strike either, so I couldn't see that. And that sounds even worse and harder than, you know, heroic strike cancels. Yeah, it's, it is. It makes sense because it's just super weird. It's like if every hunter had to melee weave to be competitive as a hunter, it'd be like, I don't I don't want to. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and that's a good example. Um, but in, in the hunter's case, you can you can make the argument that it's just using the abilities as they were intended. Yeah, yeah, it's not even, like, from a bug. Yeah, in the Paladin's case, it's because of limitations. You're literally using its two seals when it's clearly intended to only use one. Um, now, you say that about the Hunter, and that's exactly the, the reason I don't want to play a Hunter. Um, and if you really look into it, <laughs> you cannot play a Warrior because of that. You cannot play a Hunter because of that. You cannot play a, a Feral Druid because of those exploity things. And you cannot play a Paladin if you if you don't want to exploit things. So... Uh, I don't think that's good game design. I think they should change it, but I I know that I'm in the minor, minority. Well, I think I am in the in the minority because many people speak um, like they want double seal twisting in the game uh, because it it ups your damage as a paladin. I rather have a fun class and not not the highest damage class. If I want to play the highest damage class, class, I will go and play a, a warlock or a hunter. You know, but I want to play a paladin. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you were on because I don't have a dog in in this race, and I was under the impression that I I just hadn't heard of any anyone not liking it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm fully I'm fully swayed on it because that is you know like you make a you make a class less fun because of a game limitation, right. and it just <laughs> even if it Why? is more damage. No, I to I totally agree on that. That that is that is interesting. But again, yeah, I also don't have a dog in this race, so. Well, uh, okay. So you talked about uh, Heigen and the the double uh, the double damage overlap, but we didn't really hit on 
them changing it to where you can no longer do the cheese of having Hygen on the plat the platform and the casters just out of mana burn. And so we'd never tried this, but did you ever try uh, try this? Yeah. Um, so many people in the guild wanted to try it uh, for parsing reasons um, and just because it's it's easier. Uh, I, as you probably know by now, I'm I'm quite against all those things. I I rather play the game as it was intended, and again, that's clearly something that wasn't intended. So we did it once, I think maybe twice, but some guildies were really really against it, and they didn't want to join the fights, even if we were like going to do that that exploit. Yeah, were they worried it might be bannable or something like uh, that? We, well, it's it wasn't bannable, but yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, and personally, I didn't like it. So we never did it again after those one or two tries. Um, because, uh, well, Hegan is like one of the most fun fights um, <laughs> in, in Max. And, and then you were going to, to, to use an exploit um, to make it like a tank and spank fight. Uh, why? I don't see a reason doing that. So I'm glad I changed it. With the gear and and buffs we have now, we don't even get to do the the dance anymore. We haven't done it for a, for a few weeks now. Yeah, but there's like a huge. But that's like us overcoming the fight. Like we have right. we've gotten good at it. We've gotten gear, and now we're able to one phase high in. Whereas you could we could have one phased them for a long time if we had had done this instead. Um, so yeah, I, I I agree. We we never really were that interested in doing it either because it is just like. It's not. It's just not right. Like <laughs> whether or not it's bannable, it is still kind of like abused. That's not the mechanic of the fight. Uh, so yeah, we were never skipping the really whole mechanic it. of the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but it's something people tend to do in classic, right? Yeah, let's let's oh, get yeah, world yeah, buff so you can possible. skip the uh, half of the raid. It's basically the same thing, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's True. not exactly the same. This is like an actual exploit. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I mean, for fun, world buffs definitely take away a lot of the fun. Like, I think Gothic is a really, really fun fight. It's it's pretty tough, and especially when we were first going into Nax, it was really tough. And without world buffs, it was. But with world buffs, it's just it trivializes everything. You just kill everything, and it doesn't really matter. But when we had to like call out, like, "Oh, we need to shackle this stuff. Oh, don't send any more trainees over." Like, that was a really fun time because it was it was chaotic and it was hectic. But then, yeah, like if if there's ways to cheese it, or in this case, it's just really world buffs making it easier. It's just like it. The fight itself is less fun. Uh, it is. Max has been a lot of fun with how difficult it's been and how many mechanics you have to actually know uh, compared to a lot of the other boss fights in Classic. For sure. Yep. Definitely, definitely. And then the rest of the notes are just kind of bug fixes, and I don't really care to go over any of them. But are there any that anybody wants to go over? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, more way more important than spell batching. Way more important than the Chrono Boon Displacer. Oh, I, oh, I gotta hear this. City guards now once again correctly respond to slash salute and slash wave, so you can wave at all the city guards again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't really believe how long it took them. Also, the Crip Stalker headpiece was missing part of the red eye glow effect. Crip Stalker is one of my favorite T3 sets. So good. It's just like how the <laughs> shoulders were miscolored for the T2.5 for warriors. They got to get this cosmetic stuff right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, nice, nice. Anything else, though? You good? That's all I got. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, to Okay, so WoW Classic uh, character tra- transfers from server to server will 
temporary, temporarily be closed on April 30th. Now, this is what makes me think that we're not far off from pre from pre pre patch because they're basically getting ready for pre patch and the the snapshot of of your characters. So I'd probably have everything you want on the characters by April thirtieth, if you were being smart. Yeah, I think yeah. I just don't know what the different like why can't you transfer? Like what would that hurt? They're going to be snapshotting the characters. It, I don't know if it's going to take a good amount of time or what, but they'll have to back up the databases and everything. And so I don't know their database setup, and but I know sometimes it can be very time consuming. And if people are jumping from server to server, it could really screw up the database. Maybe they also want to look at faction balance in some of those servers that are so off balance. Maybe they want like a clear snapshot of what that looks like to potentially combine uh that servers. would be good but i think that might be wishful thinking um i know yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think it's more of um keeping the integrity of the database uh because like like you say if you switch a character from one to another server it might come in another database and then things messes up but what I, I what I was finding worrying in the post is that it says it will be closed for multiple weeks. Um, now it's it's still possible that pre patch comes out like on the uh, the eighteenth of May, which is highly rumored, right? But then multiple right, yep. weeks sounds like longer. I don't know. Maybe they will not open transfer until after the pre patch or while in the pre patch. I don't know how to to look at that. Yeah, I mean May eighteenth would be would be like a week and a half, a little over a well, week and a half, right? Two, two, and half two, weeks, yeah. two weeks and a half. half yeah, sorry. Yeah, so that could be multiple. It also says the the actual snapshotting of all classic WoW characters will occur after this closure. So it's like it could be in that two and a half weeks. It could be an extra week. The problem is like, what is multiple weeks? <laughs> what do they think multiple weeks are? Is it Blizzard soon? Like Blizzard multiple weeks? Yeah. Does that mean yeah, like 12 yeah. weeks, you Eight, know? Maybe <laughs> end of December or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to hope for the best. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any other reason other than just like for database reasons. That's what they, they say. So, um, and when, when they say that the snapshot will occur after this closure, does that mean after it reopens or does after closure mean while closed? I guess while closed. Okay, yeah, like, I'm like, what is after closure? Okay, so if you want to transfer uh, characters over and put all your money onto one character for the snapshot, you might, you probably have to do it before that April 30th, then uh, anything that you want to snapshot properly. Uh, that's definitely interesting, but I'm glad they're giving, I mean, this is plenty of heads up, I think, for most people. Uh, I appreciate them. Are any of you <laughs> actually planning on keeping a character in, in the classic era realm? I mean, it kind of depends on how much it costs. If it's cheap enough, I'll keep my main just as a, not really to play though, unless they do something cool, like I'll have them there if they do something cool, but it'd just be like a year or two down the road to look at, oh, there's my T3 that I disenchanted. There it is. You know, something like that. Yeah, for me, I feel like if it was a one-time option thing, I might be more inclined to like clone a character to the classic era servers but since i know or they've said we'll be able to do it later i feel like there's no motivation for me to do it initially yeah 
Yeah, and and then price points matters a lot too. Um, but they've also hinted, like in these surveys, that there might be some more changes coming to classic era servers, like some variety of classic plus, which I think, like with a chrono boon displacer and stuff, they already are kind of implementing a somewhat classic plus or changing some metas around and changing how things work. So if there's more interesting stuff on classic era, maybe I would copy a character over. But I don't I don't know. When, when, once classic TBC is out, I don't I'm not going to be coming back to my 60 warrior for any good reason. I mean, the, I think me personally, TBC just feels like a more complete game um, that I, I mean, I'm going to be way more focused on that than than vanilla. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Are you planning on keeping uh, a classic no. era? Well, no, um, I, there's nothing to do there. So yeah. uh, I've done all the raids multiple times. I got what basically everything I want, and I'm not planning on on doing next again when TBC is out. But the only reason I see myself doing it is if they indeed bring out some some new content, but not something minor, minor like the the displacer. I'm talking more like yeah. a new battleground or a new uh, raid, even potentially dungeons. I don't know if they even. Plan doing or that. arena. Yeah, um, yeah, that's in TBC as well. You see, um, <laughs> true, true. Edits better. Yeah, <laughs> arguably, yeah, most likely indeed. Uh, but even then, I it depends what they what they bring. Um, I guess they will bring something that's interesting just to incentivize people buying it. Eventually, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've talked to a couple of people that do plan on staying, and I'm interested in why, but they haven't really given me a reason. Uh, Salve Dally might be coming on the show in a couple of weeks or a few weeks to talk about why he plans to to stay and play both, and so that should be pretty in, interesting. But I'm like you, I just don't see a real reason to. Would you play fresh though if they brought out fresh like six six months to a year after, after TBC? Yeah, I'll. I guess not. Um, even though I'm interested in it, uh, I, I I like the idea of a cycle in uh, probably all the expansions. But I'm I'm not entirely sure how they should do it. I previously I was thinking they would come out with fresh realms at the very same day as, uh, as TBC would launch, so you can mm -hmm. choose, and there would no communities, no community would suddenly have a, a decrease in in players if they do it at the, the very same day. Um, but they're not doing that. Um, so doing it like half a year after CBC, I'm I'm not so sure. That would literally lower, like maybe not half, but like a quarter of the population at actual TBC realms, I, I would say. I'm not sure if that's healthy. Um, I guess it depends on how many layers we will end up having. <laughs> um, I would personally not play it until I played the whole cycle of I think classic TBC and Wrath of the Lich King. And then after it, I would probably go back to classic. Um, because I think after, play it's hard to say now because we just played classic for two years, right? So yeah. it's hard to say yeah. I'm going yeah. back to classic immediately. But I think I like classic most out of the three. I'm not entirely sure. Ryan's had, you know, different ideas about seasons, like year long seasons. We've had different guests give us different ideas, like, bosses drop double loot so that you can go through the 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 phases quicker we've had people have ideas about different things that you could do and there's also just you could go quicker and with this with the same loot and then the 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 content would just be a lot harder you know because you 
wouldn't have BIS going into BWL, going into AQ, going into – and to be quite honest, that was how uh, the Vanilla was because there was so much turnover that you were always doing – like what? Like while we were doing AQ pro- progression, we would all we would do MC and B BWL first, and then we would do AQ pro- progression for as much time as we as we had left. Whereas now everybody does, you know, most people that I've talked that I've talked to and seen do the harder ones first, and then they will clean up the others as they can. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it would be interesting seeing. People going to AQ with like uh, a few items from BWL, a few more from MC, instead of being full prebis. It would still not be yeah. very hard, um, but yeah, especially with world. Buffs yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That's another thing. If if it releases like exactly as it was, world buffs, we already have the displacer, obviously, so it won't release like that. But if it was like an exact copy of of how we started classic, I would mm, I would not play it again over TBC. Um, I would play it in, in a few year, years, most likely. Because I, I don't see myself quitting WoW, um, the classic era. I, I like it too much. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, I think it, just after two years of classic, my thought process behind going back and doing it all again is very much like, nope, I'm done right now. Like, <laughs> let's move forward. And then, you know, maybe in a few years, we'll get nostalgia yeah, again and forget about it. It's like about- you're grocery shopping when you're full, you know? You can't. Yeah. We we're full of classic wow. It's like, hey, you want some more? It's like more vanilla. You want to start <laughs> like, over? We just did so much of it. I mean, maybe <laughs> if you give me some sprinkles and some yeah. chocolate sauce, you know. Like, but okay. So the 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 next thing that I thought was super crazy is that Blizzard confirms dis, dispels either offensively or. Def- defensively can be re- resisted in classic wow this was a bug that went over it was an oversight for the entirety of classic wow but you should have been able to resist dispels and dispels could have been re- res- resisted from 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 mobs too like you know you try to dis- dispel during saffron like that could have been re or that could now be re- resisted which is kind of interesting i don't understand why they would tell us this this is just like the most (laughs) bm thing i've ever seen in my life hey all those times that uh those low level shamans and low level priests dispelled you in stormwind you could have resisted but we just had a bug in the game this whole time how funny is that we're almost finished here yeah okay take it and make it right just a quick blue post to let you know it re it reminds me of the Overwatch uh, uh, Br- Brigitte bug, where she, you would basically couldn't kill someone during her ultimate, and it uh, and it affected like an entire stage or two of the Overwatch League, and they came out and they're like, yeah, so this was real broken for a long time. Oh, no. oh what do you think, dude? Dan? I, I, it wasn't entirely clear, clear to me that it worked in PVE as well. So, is it confirmed that that like saffron dispels are resistible? Um, I, according to the post, yeah. 
So yeah, it says it says additionally, dispelling of harmful effects in certain PVE encounters will have a small chance to fail. Yeah, I, I'm not um, so sure. So Saffron, yeah. not not confirmed, okay. but some yeah. PVE. Not so sure. I I like that very much. Um, in PvP, all right, it's just like spell resist, I, I suppose. Um, but in, in PVE, it adds like a, a random effect that is not entirely necessary. It's yeah, and, and how do you prevent it? You don't like, really, I guess. More frost res prevents them getting, you know, not getting the dispel off. That's where I was like, yeah, I don't, about. yeah, I see, I don't understand. I, I wonder if this is just worded wrong and they actually mean like dispelling. So, like the uh, the champions in the Cthune trash can be dispelled because they have like an enrage that's dispellable. Yeah, or a trach shot or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that like dispelling a harmful effect on a friendly player could be have a chance to fail. Mm -hmm. It's like right. what what if a heal could have a chance to fail? It's yeah. like you're applying a friendly effect. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. No, it, like well, you. <laughs> died because you resisted my heal that yeah. was going yeah. out on you. I used Blessing of Protection, but it's resisted. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry! <laughs> no, I don't think it's intended to, or I don't think it, it will work like that, so we, we'll need to wait and see, I suppose. Uh, because if that's yeah. the case, I, yeah. I don't like it very much. If it's not, I don't care really. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. But I, I, I would be more along the lines with Yip that it would be something like Trake Shot or something like that that could, you know, be re, re resisted if it was anything. Yeah, yeah, it's not super clear. Um, however, I am seeing somebody in the comments of the Wowhead thread is mentioning Maxna and Hygen, and Hygen has that like reduced. Was it reduced health that it does like fifty percent reduced health, or is it fifty percent reduced healing? He does some. Uh, like disease on you, and they're saying that it it might not have gotten dispelled properly when they tried. I don't know if that's a, you know that's not confirmation, but that that's a bummer if that's the case. I I don't. That's in increased nature damage, I think taken. Oh, yeah. okay, increased nature damage taken. Yeah, um, yeah. So well, yeah. I mean, I I I don't think that's good game design. Doesn't doesn't no. really make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all agree. Well, on a on a lighter note, for a short time on uh, on Thursday, players had the spirit of of Zandalar ZG buff in their in their spellbook, like right next to their 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 racials. One of our listeners sent us in a clip of him just popping it while <laughs> while they were running AQ forty and. Uh, Melderon and uh, 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 Melderon told me that they they were popping it all through their their raid just as a joke, and it's just <laughs> I guess like the major cities were super laggy because people are just popping it, popping it, popping it, popping it. So this was a little crazy. My favorite was the devs post on Twitter, like, "Oops, <laughs> like, sorry." Yeah, I I don't know I don't know where did they explain how this happened. My guess would be that in fixing the chrono displacer, having like the ZG buff allowed twice, they must have just done something in if there. Something happened. Somehow yep. added it. Like I don't even know how the code works, but how that's even a possibility of like an error that would go through. Like were they messing around with this? Were they thinking like maybe this instead of the chrono booster? Blaster, we we have whatever. set up we we had someone set up a private server and um 
you could like do this sort of thing in that. Like, did a GM just type like give spell Zandalor? <laughs> and it's just like, hey, everyone can have it now. Oh, did you uh, did you see this or 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 hear about this at all, dude? Dad? I totally missed it. So the first time I saw it was <laughs> when I looked uh, at the preparation of this post podcast so, <laughs> um, no i totally missed it i saw the the clip but in the clip um i don't know if you're going to show it um it it seems like you can click on it but it doesn't actually buff is that correct or did i just did i just see see that's wrong uh i think it was buffing it was buffing in stormwind at least yeah i wonder if he had it stored in his chrono or something at, at that time yeah you're right it's not in the clip it's not actually applying yeah so what happened probably okay because in that clip they they said that it was it was it was hot fixed so most likely he just had restarted his client so yeah, on server yeah. side it didn't work but on client side he could still click it because it sounded like other guildies did not have the option at at that point makes sense makes sense but yeah yeah, yeah. you definitely could like when it was happening in storm and you were getting the buff it was, it was pretty silly that's oh nice. man, but yeah, it was just kind of a a funny little story that I thought I'd share. But let's move into <sighs> Bobby. We need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? This week we ha- we have a new guest. Due to dine, which I can't seem to say this entire episode, this is his first time on the podcast, and as everybody who listens knows, we like to get to know our guests. So we'll just start in with when did you start playing WoW? Uh, it's very beginning. Um, must have been like uh, 2005, it came out in Europe, and I played, what was it, patch one point. 3, 1.4, I think that's around uh, when I started. I know that there was no honor system in the game when I started. And like, that was super early. Yeah. Um, slightly after it, I started playing. Um, so quite early on, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know life didn't hit 60 like right before they came out with the honor system. And so, but there wasn't. A lot of people that were 60 at that time so it it was pretty early on in the life cycle maybe three to four months would be my guess mm-hmm. um it, yeah well it came out 2004 in in na then you had the, the um, um first patch with maradon and then it came out in europe and slightly after it came out in europe i bought it so uh i can't remember exactly when but Crazy! I didn't even know that it came out later in. Oh Europe. yeah, yeah, I, definitely. I think I knew it came out later in China, but I didn't know. Yeah, Europe. China even a lot later, but Europe a few months yeah. later as well. Huh. Okay. Wow. Cool. You learn something new every every podcast. At least, at least I do. So, how long did you play for? The entirety. Um, from the beginning. So you've played every retail expansion. Oh, okay. Um, every retail expansion except for Shadowlands. Yes. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, Shadowlands is the first gotcha, one I didn't gotcha. buy, and I also I didn't play uh, f- like 
every single day, every single week um, of all, all the expansions. Sometimes I took quite a long break, as in a few months to a year or something. Uh, but I always came back. So new expansion, I came back, played for a while, and then I quit again or played private servers, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, until Classic <laughs> came out. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, I'm thinking... I. Mists of Pandaria, I played through the entirety of its existence, I think. Maybe I, I quit through the like, yeah, maybe near, near the end, I think I quit Mists and then I came back for Warlords. And from Warlords on, I only played like three to four months each expansion, then quit, came back, quit, came back. But everything before basically played throughout the entirety of the expansion. Warlords was Yips favorite expansion no i was uh, you know i've just mentioned that warlords for me is when i was like okay this is <laughs> <laughs> i've played every uh expansion uh since then but it's either i i didn't like warlords at all but either warlords broke me and i do what you do now and i just like quit after the first couple months every time or it was that extended siege of orgrimmar at the end of missa pandaria where it was like a year and a few months of just Siege of Orgrimmar. It was such a long time that we were raiding that, and I think by the end I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> and I just never could get serious into raiding again after. I must say, Mists, um, I didn't raid a whole lot in Mists. Um, neither did I raid in Rats and Cataclysm. I mainly did PvP in those three, and everything else I did raid, but those three I didn't raid. Nice. So I'm kind of looking forward to Wrath of the Lich King, for the raiding, oh, because yeah. most of those raids I, I never even stepped foot in. Well, except Nax, obviously, now in vanilla. <laughs> the, right. The other ones, uh, I, I can't really remember anything about them. That's exciting. Yeah. I enjoyed raiding in Wrath, but I didn't really enjoy the tournament, the Crusader tournament. I forget what it was called. But yeah. yeah, I didn't really enjoy that. But the rest of it I really enjoyed. But you're actually... Kind of like 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 Mel and I, and I think maybe Yip too, where we didn't really raid in TBC much, so we're excited for all the TBC stuff because it's like new content. Yeah, like I I step foot in Karazhan like when Sunwell's already out. That's like my t TBC experience. I'm looking forward to TBC for that reason. Yeah, the one raid. That, yeah, sorry, I did fly. Oh no! I was just gonna say I did fly through the raids during Wrath. We just did it for achieve achievements one night, but I don't remember. It was like super late at night. We got <laughs> our we got our no death uh, mount from Ice Crown and all that, in like one night. But sorry, you you were gonna say uh, yeah. Now you say it's from from the tournament raid in Wrath. I forgot about it. I did that. Um, there was no raid finder, right? It was. Uh, but I I did it. I'm I'm yeah. entirely. I think it came with pre patch, right? Uh, it came sometime at. It might have come to start a cataclysm. No, it came no, sometime a little bit after cataclysm. <laughs> yeah, looking yeah, for raid was. Okay. But you had hero crates. Yeah. It was looking for group. You had normal and hero crates. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You had. I think you had like normal trial of Grand Crusader and stuff like that. I think that wasn't too. Yeah, I suppose I did those things in like puck raids. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I never did heroic rating in rats, and I'm. Yeah. I, I it's just that you say the tournament thing. I I I remember doing it like mul multiple times, um, but was it 
maybe there was a dungeon like that as well. There was also a dungeon. There was so there was a dungeon and a raid. Yeah, probably was that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's long. And you had to get on the horses. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Oh, so. uh, joust and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to say something else. Oh yeah, in TBC I did every single raid except for Sunwall. Uh, so yeah. We'll see. Excited. It's the same thing as in, in, in Classic. I did everything before in, in actual Classic, except for Knack. So now we will see mm-hmm. um, how it is. It'll be interesting to see with Wrath, you know how they brought Knacks back, but now most people in the Classic <laughs> realm have <laughs> done Knacks. Mm. So it's weird. That is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a, and you're going to be getting the same gear, basically, like look and feel like you'll be getting Kiss of the Spider again. And I'll be like, but I already had Kiss of the Spider. <laughs> be like, too soon. <laughs> well, it's two years from now, at least, I'm sure. So I think we'll be okay. It'll be the. Maybe. Well, and there is a bunch of differences in it, too. I mean, it, it'll be the first raid tier. It, I mean, we'll probably enjoy it. Plus, if you're a way warrior, that gear looks pretty dang cool. So. You talked about private servers a bit, but did you play a lot of private servers? Because we like completely missed that train, didn't even realize it was a thing. But it's been neat to hear about them. So I, the first private server I played on was Nostalgia's, um, and I was on Nostalgia Nostalgia's uh, launch day, which was very very fun. <laughs> um, I played that for a good couple of months. Um, from launch day on until like level 40, whatever. I, I leveled very slow, <laughs> I must, <laughs> must say. Um, I, uh, and then it, it watered down a little bit. I was playing with a friend and um, my friend didn't want to level anymore. And we do all leveled up to that point. So um, that's when I, I started the new character on Nostalgia's. And then I, I never really got to level 60 on that server until it... it um, the whole revolution thing kicked off and uh, it, it um, was taken down and then it was brought back up again by Light's Hope, if I'm correct. Um, and that's when I, uh, yeah, yeah I sure. think it was called, or Elysium. I think Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I started playing seriously on that server. So I got my two characters from Nostalgia's back. I started a new one, leveled it to 60, uh, rated even a little bit. Um, but then at some point I thought, well, the classic is going to come out. I don't want to spoil everything. So I quit at that point and then I didn't touch it for like a year or something like that. Um, and then classic came, um, came out. And in the meantime, I tried a, a TBC server, um, but it, it was fun, but, uh, population dropped insanely quickly. So after a few weeks, um, I quit that. And that's about it. So yeah, um, Nostalgia's great experience at the start, really just insane. Were, um, were you there the day that it shut down? Because yeah. I've seen clips of that where the GMs were turning people into Rag Ragnaros and Stormwind. It, it looked like a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, I was. So I, I played on the start. I quit for a while and then I knew um, they were going to shut it down and then I, I came back I wanted to see that and logged in on my I think it was a level 46 and that priest or something so I couldn't really participate in all, all those things but yeah. it was just fun to be around and I stayed online until they took the server down and then it was like yeah it felt strange you were sitting there 
with mm-hmm. probably not millions, but it looked like millions of people, and then suddenly it was over. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's so, uh, that's always a weird thing. I went to the the last few hours of Star Wars Galaxies, and Star Wars Galaxies held a special play, place in my heart because probably a lot of people don't know about it, but I I was one of the first. Jedi, and so it was one of the coolest things ever to be one of the first Jedi of the, that game. And I mean by first, I mean like first 200. And it was a pretty popular MMO at the time. And But then I just didn't really play after they made a bunch of changes. But I reactivated my account just to log in for that last, that, that last few hours. And it was craziness. There was this whole you think you do, but you don't movement thing going on on the forums yeah. at that point. And it's also when I when I um, unsubscribed from uh, from WoW, the day that they took my salaries down, I unsubscribed. And I when they asked for a reason, I just typed, you think you do, but you don't. <laughs> so I was like, well, I, can, I can maybe participate a little bit in this uh, it's it's so memey now, but that was like a real a lot of that was like a real kind of movement. People yeah. were like, un, like I wasn't. Everyone was really against that. That was crazy, yeah. and like they had that huge petition. It was, it was a crazy time. It felt good just to to be able to do that little thing, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. a part of it. Yeah. You're like goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. Well, uh, so I think you already answered this, and that your favorite expansion is 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 vanilla but can you tell us why yeah so it's it's a hard question um because we we didn't really play tbc yet and it's so long ago that i played it i did uh, play play vanilla in back in the day i did play it on private servers i played it now again i still like it but maybe i like tbc more we, we will see <laughs> but um the reason i think i like it more is because it's the the most pure MMO, like you have the adventure, your character is growing, um, the early starting zones, uh, the the exploration, um, everything is new. It's the most nostalgic as well, I suppose. Um, it's like Blizzard was trying and experimenting with stuff, and you can kind of feel that when when playing the game, um, quests that bring you to the weirdest locations like the, the druid quest to get your aquatic form those kind of things yeah people hate it but, um i think at the same time you you kind of have to to love it as well because it brings something yeah. unique um it's um yeah that's that's why i like classic most i think it's it's so unique and they were not afraid to try like inconvenient stuff um which is that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it makes it feel real. Like even even just like the Uber's key. It's just like oh, here here are pieces of the key, and you have to roll against your whole, the whole party for them when they drop, and uh, you got to put it together to get into Uber's. It's like these little things like that that make it feel like a cohesive world, and not just like we've made a dungeon, go do the dungeon. It's like there's a, a lead up into these things. Mm-hmm. You know, getting getting a Nixie attuned. Now it's kind of an inconvenience because you know, I think you have a lot of characters and don't feel like doing it. But like phase one, when we're all getting Anixia tuned, it's like this is such a process just to go kill a dragon. Uh, and it's like an in-depth story. So I, I really love uh, Vanilla. It's Yeah, it's definitely the most explorative of, of, of all expansions. And I think maybe TBC has probably better class design. 
and maybe um, more content, even though I'm not entirely sure. We will have to wait and see. I don't necessarily like the hero dungeon versions. I just rather have one. But I think when actually playing it, I might like it because it's a new challenge, a new gear. Well, you're, you're, um, if you you overgear the normal dungeons, you have the same ones to do again on, on a um, harder mode. So it keeps it relevant, I suppose. But I kind of like the purity of just one difficulty, um, which Vanilla yeah, has. Right. Um, yeah, I, I do like Arena a lot, but at the same time, it also puts people into queues and into like zones that are not open world. So I see a lot of good stuff in TBC, but at the same time, it's a little bit less of an MMO than Vanilla actually was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vanilla's more of a, a, a sandbox and, you know, you can go to all these weird different places just because the the land masses are so vast. You're like, what is this guy doing here? You know, it's probably a bot, but, either, you know, either, either way, like, it's just weird that you, you know, it's a completely different yeah. thing. Like, whereas Outland, everybody's there. I do think there are more quests in Outland than in all of Azeroth, but I could be, I could be wrong there, but... I think you're you're probably right. Yeah, the the one thing that's a shame and that we can never really relive is um, the actual exploration. Because when you played Vanilla back in the day, you had internet, but it wasn't it wasn't the same as it True. was now. So mm-hmm. you had to look or or search for things yourself in the game. And I I always wondered how people were able to find spots like the hinterlands because it was like a narrow entrance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the first yeah. Yeah and like I didn't know when I was gonna run into horde and I remember the first time running into a horde just having like, oh my God, oh my God, it's a horde well what do I do? Well Attack him, attack him, you know? And then, like, I think I've told this story before. We both fell off the cliff while fighting each other and both died, but it was in mm-hmm. Uh, wetlands, and it was just like, oh, horde first. It's crazy. Also, during the first day of the TBC beta without Questy, I was like, oh my god, this is what it was like before, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Where you didn't have some question mark and something telling you where all of your quests were. I was like, how am I supposed to find this dog that I'm supposed to kill? Like, <laughs> but that was good, right? Yeah, and Duna died is not a uh, fan of of, of yeah. Questy. We are fans of Questy. I used Thoughtbot back in the day, but I do understand your argument if you want to if you want to tell the others. Yeah, so um I I only installed Questy in in classic um in phase 5, I think. <laughs> so everything what? before no. I did without Questy. Um it's not because I, I enjoy leveling that much. I do enjoy it every now and then, but I don't have like six level sixties or something. That's not the case <laughs> at all. Um, but I just find it, uh, that's how, how I used to play it. And that's how I always played it. And I don't like just following arrows. Um, I have the feeling, especially when playing retail, that I went through the entire zone and I I didn't know where I actually was. Um, so I can do like a whole day of questing, go through several zones. And if I come there again, I I hardly even recognize the spot. And I can't I can't tell where, where I just was. But just because you're following like arrows and, and bubbles and here you need to kill stuff um, and it leads you. Yeah. And you say that. And now that you mentioned it, like that's all of Wrath of the Lich King questing for me. Like I don't remember hardly anything or hardly anything what it looked like because mm-hmm. that's when i really started i don't forget what the name of it was 
God, it was. It started with a V, but it was a program that just showed you everything on the map, like Questy. I think it was the first of its kind. And uh, before that, I just used Thoughtbot for all of you know, for all of Vanilla and TBC, and you just kind of look up all your quests and then kind of just be like, okay, they're in this area, you know, type of deal, and just kind of prepare yourself before going out. But yeah, now that you mentioned it, I don't remember most of Wrath's like stuff so and that's a big difference with uh between classic and tbc as well um you guys did the beta without questy and it it mm-hmm. it felt different than doing it with questy but it wasn't that hard because the quests are in quest hubs in in tbc yeah. you do all the quests in the yeah, quest it's hub, a quest easier. you move to the next quest hub you do all the quests and so on and so on so um it's more way more linear and so it's possible to do it without Questy, basically. It's true. And Questy makes it even easier. So it just basically starts running after arrows. Um, while in, in Classic, even with Questy, it still feels different. And you still feel like you need to know a little bit more where you're going. Because you have little or less quests in certain areas. You need to go from one to another, come back later, and all that stuff. And while people think that's that's probably not, not as convenient and maybe less fun, I think that's better design better game design so yeah yeah that's so crazy now that you mentioned that because i played wrath much later than both tbc and vanilla and i would say azeroth vanilla is what i remember the most so and that's probably the the reason because i started being more and more reliant on add-ons and not really looking at my surroundings that's that's crazy it's cool yeah all right, so I know the answer to this question, but I'm asking it anyway. Horde or Alliance? Yeah, so definitely Alliance. <laughs> but Ooh, that being yes. said, I played half of my WoW career on Horde, um, which is because of friends, you know? Um, so I started an Alliance, yep. then my friends wanted to go on Horde side, and then we basically just stayed on Horde side until my friends quit, and then I came back to Alliance, um, back to <laughs> my family, I suppose. <laughs> good, good, Alliance at yeah. heart. Yeah, Bob and I played Horde, too. Be, but, like, no one... Yep. N- switching to Horde, no one ever has, like, a good story. It's always like, oh, it's better for PvE, it's better for PvP, or my friends switched to Horde, but Alliance is like, Ah, oh, we're back to Alliance. We're, <laughs> we're home. We get to finally be Alliance. No one's switching to Horde because they like it better. Okay. No. Yeah, you could feel Meldron's heartbreak when Ale kind of like changed his tune and realized <laughs> that he liked Alliance more. <laughs> kinda, could see it hurt 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 Meldron's heart. Listen, Blizzard liked Alliance more. All right. That's not my fault. Well, <laughs> their know. cities are just nicer to be. Yeah, to be in it's beautiful. Yeah, so Stormwind, you you cannot miss out on Stormwind and the Night Elf yeah. starting zone and all that all that stuff. Um, Ironforge is amazing if you if you come there the first time. The view, it's uh, yeah, Alliance cities, Alliance architecture. That's it's way better. You're an original vanilla player. You remember the days when Ironforge was it actually was the hub in yeah. Classic early on, but it was the hub in vanilla for the entire the entire time. Oh, yeah. And so it's been weird to hang out in Storm in, in Stormwind, but I always liked Stormwind more. So it's been cool, but weird. Yeah, it's 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 a bit double, I guess. Um, for nostalgic reasons, I I rather have Ironforge as my main hub. But 
Stormwind is <laughs> more beautiful, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. We've had uh, we've had multiple not arguments, but we could never really like track down the auction house thing the again. Auction houses, yeah. Like oh, I d- just don't remember auction houses. You just you just don't want to admit that the auction houses were linked. You just don't want to believe it. Everyone else I just has proven, don't remember it. Everyone else has proven that the auction houses were linked. And you're just like, ah. There has been no proof one way or the other. And I even went to Kevin Jordan and he didn't remember. Except that we all know but you. Yeah. I'm, I'm like 100% sure. <laughs> and I would even say there were no auction houses, but that, that might be wrong. But I don't think there there was an See, auction house in Stormwind. Yeah. Yeah. So at first, there, I think there was an auction house, but I guess it wasn't linked to the Ironforge one. But I don't remember ever being able to use it until later in the game, like halfway through. No, I think, yeah, I think way early on there were none. There were none, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then they were unlinked, yeah. I think it started none, then they were unlinked. But by AQ, they were linked. I, I By AQ, they were linked. I oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. For, yeah. For, I'm sure, I was, I was just, just saying, I don't <laughs> think that you could use the Stormwind or the Darnassus one early on. But I could be wrong about that. I just might not have known about it. But I couldn't find any definite proof. Yeah. And I looked through a lot of patch notes. My memory says that there were at least no NPCs called auctioneers. Because the first time there, I, I know there was time they said, well, we will put auction houses in Sorewind now. And then I went with my friend and looked for it. And then we finally found it. And um, I'm, I'm pretty sure... It wasn't there before, but I, I, I have a vague memory of uh, it being something else. Yeah. And uh, we were like, oh, they changed it. And now it's uh, auctioneers. And then it was not linked yet. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not positive either, but I just don't remember ever being at auction house until halfway through the game. And, you know, then, well, I remember Ironforge having the auction house, but I don't remember Stormwind or Darnassus to like, halfway-ish through vanilla <laughs> cycle, but they could have been there and I just never knew that they were it's there, possible. you know? So I, I don't know. So, But I've asked two devs and they don't remember either. And so I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to forget about it. <laughs> uh, all right. So so how did you come to be on uh, Good Good Morning as, as Azeroth? Because I unfortunately didn't get to start it from the start because I didn't realize I'd be so into classic. So... As soon as, you know, a couple of weeks after Classic was out, I was like searching for every podcast I could find. And you guys were, were one of the first that I found. And I've just, I've listened to every, listened or watched every episode since. And so how did you come to be on that show? It was actually my idea. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, so I I was playing with Def Kemp and Meltron a little bit on the private servers. Um, I talked with him, um, with them. Not regularly, but sometimes, and and I had been on uh, on the Dev Talk show. I don't know if you know that. Yep. Um, yep. So uh, at that time, I was also starting to to make some of my own videos on my YouTube channel, which um, Cargos saw, and then he posted a comment on one of those. So I, I reached out to them to, to him because he he was like, maybe we can co co operate something or collaborate yeah yeah, yeah. collab um yeah, yeah. so i reached out to Def Camp meltron cargos and i told them one what about 
we do something like a, like a podcast or something. And then we started talking um, on Discord uh, and we came up with the Good Morning Ezra thing. So, uh, yeah, that's why <laughs> you can. Well, I, yeah, I had no clue. You know, everybody always just kind of thinks that it was Cargos or at least I shouldn't say everybody. I yeah, just assumed Bob, it was Cargos. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used this channel uh, because uh, he had the most viewers. And he still has. So uh, we use this channel to promote it. Um, yeah, uh, most people don't know it. it. It doesn't matter because I'm very, I'm already very happy that I was able to be part of it. Um, so I'm very grateful, and I don't yeah. need any of the, of the what's it called? Um, I mean, I'm happy I, I'm there. The credit, yeah, any of the credit, it. indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure Cargos doesn't try to take credit for it. I'm sure if asked, he would, you know, say. But that's a really cool. Little tid tidbit of yeah. of in, of info. So you just had the idea to do a a podcast type talk talk show thing. Yeah. So um, I always like those things, and I I listen to them in the car or whenever I have time. Um, and the first thing I listened to was um, what's it called? Like with Mister GM and Hamster Wheel. I don't know if you ever watched it. The private chat, the private talk, the private cast, something like that was one of the very first. I didn't. No, I didn't. I saw it since talking to Defcam and Melderon, because I think they said that they were inspired by, or Melderon said Hamster Wheel is what made him get into yeah, it. Yeah, you had Hamster Wheel, Orbits, Mr. GM, Mr. Something Kebab, um, those four. Um, but then it stopped, and then Classic came, and then you had the Classic cast, and I thought, well, we can do that. Um, maybe... <laughs> Maybe better. Who knows? I I feel like Good Morning Azeroth is, if I can say that shamelessly, more interesting than uh, than the classic cast. But <laughs> each his own opinion, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I hope ho- hope hopefully I don't make any enemies. But I agree with you one hundred percent. And what's crazy is those casts. You know, I found out that they were all there. You know prior to classic coming out but then so many people just stopped when classic came out and you guys kept it going and quizzy kept hers going and i really enjoyed you know listening to those you know and seeing those you know when they would come out every week or every other week or sometimes turned into every month but either way it was something you know current that i could watch you know and really enjoy and you guys just have so many different opinions and in and insights you don't get upset at each other's up opinions i mean it's just a, it's just a great show and it seems really gen genuine so i've loved it forever yeah i'm I'm super happy we started it and i think we will keep going um as long as as everyone is playing um maybe sometimes there's some time between it but we we always get back together and uh, and do a couple more episodes so yeah i hope to meet awesome. them in real life at some point um but covid covid is one thing stopping it uh, and obviously the distance is another thing mm-hmm. uh, something like a blizzcon would be would be very interesting to meet up yeah which is still super pricey for someone overseas Whew. yeah and usually it's during, not during holiday season or holiday period. So I cannot just um, take holiday and, and go to a gaming convention. So we will see. Um, but I'm sure we will meet up in the future. Awesome. Well, I hope to meet you too. 
you know, we go to every BlizzCon, but we unfortunately didn't get to go to this to 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 this one. But uh, where Nobody are you did. from? I'm curious. Uh, what um, country? Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. Oh, you got good beer. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, I've heard a lot about that. I've never been, but I've heard a lot about the 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 beer <laughs> specifically. So you all know Belgium, right? Because uh it's it's kind of small. I do. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm personally more into the waffles. The waffles, yeah. The Belgian waffles <laughs> yeah. than the, You know the that fries are Belgian, right? I think I've heard that before. Okay, they say fries like they call it French fries, so um, yeah. it seems to be from France, but it's not true. It's Belgian. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. interesting. Well, America thanks you for your I suppose <laughs> so, yeah. our, our national health. Yeah. Is it thin or thick fries? Which one? Um, everything is possible. It's usually like more of the, the thick fries, but not very thick, like medium. It's not like in America with okay. the very small ones in McDonald's and stuff. Um, it, yeah. If you compare it to that, it's like twice or three times as thick. But you have the really thick ones as well. Yeah, here in the States, we've stolen every different type of, of a French fry from every different country. So we have options all over the place here. Yeah. Well, in Belgium, you, literally in every little village, you have like four, four or five places where you can just buy fries, you know? So huh. not McDonald's places, like smaller. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah like local places. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Well, okay. So, what are some of your plans for TBC? Is this is the last question? I guess not much changed from classic. So, um, my my goals in classic were to get all the tier sets, do all the raids, and um, build up a guild, um, raid together, and have fun together. And I think the same goals still stand for TBC. Um, I think my guild is still going strong, and I hope to keep that going until as long as people want to play um so yeah no no big goals i don't really like um like speed running stuff or anything like that i just want to enjoy the game as i remember it and or or not even as i remember it i just want to enjoy the game and that's it and i play casually semi semi hardcore to casually i don't want to burn out myself too much so uh uh, sweaty casual, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I play a lot. Sometimes I don't. But I'm always interested in in seeing what's happening, and I'm trying to stay involved in the in the community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first first some time there, there was definitely times where we just raid logged, but that has not been the case for a couple months now. I'm playing so much now with beta and everything else. It's been a lot, but. uh you, uh, I think one of my plans that was not my plan in Classic was to play more alts. Do you have you know, any – because it's going to be a lot more alt-friendly. Do you have any desire for that to do a different class? I'm usually more of a, a main character player. I have one other at level 60. So I have my Paladin as a main, and I have a Hunter at level 60. And I did play it a little bit, but not not – not very much in comparison to, to to the to the paladin. I do like leveling some uh, low level elves, but mostly till level twenty or so, and then I get bored of them. Um, but I always enjoy the the low level starting zones, so I probably will keep on doing that. Um, for TBC, I think elves are interesting because you have arena, and then you can do different 
different kind of uh, comps with different people. Um, but at the mm-hmm. same time, Arena is probably more L friendly, but the rating I'm, I'm not so sure about. You need to do quite a lot of preparation. Something that might get a little bigger in TBC, I know it got really big in, in, in Wrath, but twinking, you know, like level 29 characters, level 19 characters, were the big ones that I, I remember back in the day it was kind of fun if you just like to work up a lower level character. I remember working up a 29 paladin in Wrath and I had everything, the, the best you could possibly have. And I was rent and I was just, I would, I would, I would, I would literally kill seven on one, you know, people at a time. And it was just nuts unless you run into another twink. But that, that might be something that, you know, starts happening more. It, it happens now, but from what I hear, not, not, not very big. Yeah. There's a, there's a twink community now, but I think, I just think with arena, like everyone is so interested in that. It would be hard to maybe like eventually a, a twin community would come out, but it's a, it's an easy time to, uh, PvP with different characters at max level, you know, the, the arena really brings out another level of competition. Mm-hmm. I think I can say now I want to play a second character, so I want to play an alt, but I know I will have a hard time leveling it um, up to up to 70 and then actually play it. Uh, so we will see. My plan is to play my paladin and one extra character, I think something like mage, warlock, maybe. I'm not so sure yet. And then, uh, yeah, we will see. We will see. Definitely not my hunter. I don't like that very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to tell us? Maybe something about yourself that people might not know? I just kind of threw that question at the end. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Um, It's quite a broad question. (laughs) (laughs) It's like those weird icebreakers, like when you go to college. It's like, hey, meet your your roommates. Uh, (laughs) What's a one fun fact about you? (laughs) What'd you do over the summer? It's something we used to ask the the Overwatch League players when we would interview them. You get some funny answers. Do you like mayonnaise, actually? Def campaigns, it's apparently. Do you put mayonnaise on French yeah, fries? Obviously. Is that what this question yeah. is? What? Really? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll do a little mayonnaise mixed with some ketchup. You know, I'll do that at times. There, yeah, people, people, some people do that. I, I can't do it. I'm. Well, no, that's a very, very no. European thing, I suppose. Very Belgian thing. Yeah, um, but that's how it's supposed to be. You know, I do like no. ketchup. By the disagree. way, disagree. <laughs> yeah, but, um, mayonnaise yeah. is. Uh, yeah, you should try it. But you need like to have. The, the Belgian version. It's probably better. Okay. Yeah. If you ever oh, come yeah, here, yeah, just I mean, it. I like ranch. Isn't there mayonnaise in ranch? Ranch? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, I don't know what I ranch is made of. I think of. you might be a little crazy. Um, for me, <laughs> I there are certain foods that I find really gross, even if they taste good. Like mayonnaise is one of them where I love mayonnaise on a sandwich but I don't want to see myself eating mayonnaise I know that sounds really weird but like seeing mayonnaise like on a fry and then I'm yeah. eating it is yeah, much different than like having mayonnaise on a sandwich to me for some reason I think that's just like based on what you eat growing up maybe but <laughs> it's super strange because before Defcam told me that he finds it Grows. I I thought it was something everyone did. I never knew. <laughs> well, it might be interesting though because Ryan act actually lives in the same small town that Def yeah. Camp and Belderod live in. Yeah, it's a weird fun fact. We too. live like a couple blocks away. Okay, wait. Do you guys not have ranch? I, you guys don't have ranch. Of course there? we. Oh, you mean in Belgium? What is that? Really? That's not a thing. I don't. I don't know what it is. Can I Google that? Ranch <laughs> dressing. 
yeah ranch dressing i mean that's a pretty like uh american thing interesting isn't it? it is mayonnaise based though i know you were it talking is, about yeah. people were acting like you're crazy oh I, but yeah no, it's I like don't uh, know that. Yeah, that's like a made-up American thing. Ranch dressing. It's like someone just like mixed a bunch of stuff into mayo on a ranch once. And they're just like, yeah. Listen, <laughs> it's glorious. That's awesome. It's uh, the most popular dressing in the in the in the US, uh, right? What? Or am, or am I just talking out of my ass here? It's my most favorite dressing. It's like something. I'm actually seeing that as the best-selling salad dressing in the United States since 1992. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say you put that on salad or something. But Oh, no, you dip your fries in it. That, that is disgusting to me. Ranch on a salad? What? I would like dip a vegetable in it, but not on like a salad. <laughs> you are nuts. <laughs> You're talking. So hold on. So were you? So you wouldn't put mayo on fries? Were you against the mayo on fries? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, try it. Gross. I've never done it, but I'm gonna try it now. But that. But your. But ranch is mayo. <laughs> okay, but it's different. And you're putting it in your salad. That's that's just like yes. a bunch of that's just under, uh, it's definitely very different consistency than mayo though you know it goes on everything it goes on salad it goes on pizza it goes on vegetables it goes on it's really fries. good with with, uh, with with you know some carrots some broccoli like ranch is really good yeah carrots Kim, and broccoli now we're talking Kim says ranch is mayo on world buffs right <laughs> like it's just ranch a better mayo, mayo on world come buffs. on guys. Uh, uh, no, I would not have ranch on my BLT sandwich. Period. That just wouldn't happen. I wouldn't have it on a a, a burger, but I would have mayo. See, I wouldn't have mayo on a burger. I'm not a mayo on a burger. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's move on. This was a kind of a fun tangent. I feel but, like uh, my mind is blown that there's no ranch in there, though. I I just well, can't there, there this. probably is, but it's it has different names and it's not something that uh, is uh, mainstream, at least. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, to kind of end it out here, we have maybe 10, 15 minutes. If anybody wants to talk about some fun stories from beta or anything they've noticed in beta or been doing. I can weirdly consistently farm five primals per hour on at any farm spot I've done. All I know is I'm really, really, really bad rogue in arena. <laughs> I tried it. Uh, yeah. Well, not easy. Oh uh, yeah, well we had a kind of a fun time. That's how we met was doing Karazhan yeah. with Ale and Josh and, and Willie and bunch of and, and a bunch of people and me and, and Dunadine were standing there and a third came in. We didn't we didn't know him, but we're just kind of standing there, just chilling, and then he just says, Okay, I'm gonna get this out early. I'm gonna fanboy out. I love both your guys' podcasts, and then immediately I I am go yeah I I love Good Morning Azeroth and then and then he and then he said the same about Warcraft Reloaded it was pretty it was pretty funny I don't know what what was his name again can't remember I don't remember it was a nice raid I had a lot of fun um, even though I was I was trying to do red DPS with half my gear being tanking gear <laughs> but it well, you know. yeah was was fun man yeah it was definitely scuffed and we had a you know, paladin tank, and I was trying to do my all of my bar stuff and everything, and Josh was 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 trying to figure out everything to heal. It was definitely scuffed, but it was but it was a good old time. Do you think that's a, that's a question f uh, for for you? Do you do you think that uh, 
that Ker- that that Karazad should be harder. I I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a tough question. Uh, given that our gear was beyond bad, <laughs> we still cleared the first bosses without <laughs> any any kind of trouble. Um, I think it should be uh, trash felt harder sometimes than the bosses, and that's something uh, I think is is strange. But it's possible they were undertuned. I I read somewhere. Yeah, that's what yeah, I've heard yeah. too. And I'm I'm of the belief that I think Karazan should be easy. I don't know if it should be that easy. Yeah. That it was for for us. I mean, we weren't even talking about the mechanics. And yeah. Just going I mean, in and just yeah. Josh it. didn't even have his talent set. So I mean, um, <laughs> it says something, right? <laughs> no way. <laughs> he's, he's Josh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it should be a little bit harder. It shouldn't be the hardest raid ever. It wasn't. It was never the hardest raid ever. But there were a few tough bosses, and I think it would be would be more interesting if there's at least some some kind of complexity or some kind of gear needed at least um, to make it. Uh, well, yeah, you know, this was too much of a cakewalk. Some of the bosses. Um, yeah, I feel like. The attu- the attunement process will be way harder with the different heroics you have to do leading up to it than the first you know three or four bosses. Yeah, but yeah, well, they'll probably have they'll probably be a little harder when come when it comes out because they did say it was the pre the it was not the pre nerf s- settings on all on a lot of it. So I wonder if we will get to test again. I'm not sure. I think it's like um, Asmongold said. Like um, Karazhan will help you do heroics faster instead of the other way around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. Oh man! Well, anybody else have anything else they want to add in? I don't know if you tried heroics actually. Yeah, you probably did. Oh, I, I've tr- I tried one last last night with uh, with uh, with Ale and, and Melderon and Corpse. Corpse is our main tank of, of Varg, Varg Flock, and he's been on the show a couple of times. But we did it. He struggled a little bit with Paladin tanking with the gear that he had, and he just basically struggled if we accidentally pulled another pack. His mana would just basically be dead, and we'd just have to kite. But we did get through Mechadar. We did get through it, but it was definitely... It's definitely kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried ramparts, um, so th- I suppose that should be one of the easier heroics. Uh, but we we were not able to kill the last boss. Um, he was really hard, and then the one two last boss. There's only three, right? But he fell. He felt really easy, so he was down before he did any mechanics. So I think there are still some bugs in those uh, those things. So maybe I, I, some bosses are in the non-heroic versions, or I don't know what what's wrong exactly. Um, there's still some work to be done. I I will say uh, Melderon has definitely chosen a hard path by de- deciding to be in enhanced shaman. <laughs> he died uh, like almost every other pull. It was just like it was hilarious because I wasn't there to heal. <laughs> oh man! Was, but yeah, well, I'm I'm sure there's a lot lot more to be worked out. But I'm excited about running them and. I'm excited to do more. I'm excited. I still haven't gotten to try out PvP, but I think tonight we're going to try out some more her- heroics and see if we can uh, knock out a couple more. So, 
All right, guys. Well, we'll go ahead and start ending out the show. But first... Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. Yeah, so this week's add-on, I'm stealing. It's been it's been written here for weeks now, and I just <laughs> we've never talked about it. But there is an add-on called Speedy Auto Loot, but there's other varieties of this as well too. Uh, especially now, now that looting is even quicker, there are ways to kind of skip the actual window from popping up, and Leatrix does it. And so does Speedy Auto Loot, where it'll just kind of skip the loot window and it makes looting even faster. Um, I think that this was a much bigger deal pre-spell batching when looting was actually really, really slow. <laughs> That's like the biggest problem. But it feels wrong to not at least mention them now <laughs> that it skips the window for you to make looting a little more seamless. So even without spell batching being, you know, making looting super slow, it'll still skip the window. Uh, so you can just go mob to mob to mob and, the you know, the loot will end up in your bag. So I um, want to throw that out there. Uh, speedy auto loot. Or uh, Leatrix Plus has uh, an option to select that on as well, too. So wanted to throw those out there. Did Adina, is there any add-ons that you love? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, no. maybe, yes. Atlas Loot. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Atlas Loot is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I use Atlas Loot. I use um, uh, Recount and Deadly Boss Bots. And now Twist, um, Questy. That's all, I think. I don't use any heal bots or item, item rack. rack. I I used to have that. I don't use it at the moment, but that's that's all right. Um, you don't have raid frame add-ons no. or anything. You use regular raid yeah. frames. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I use regular raid frames in the Hard TBC, mode. and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, they're actually not bad because they're the cataclysm ones. Yeah. You know, they're not the ones we had in yeah. vanilla. I, yeah, I was disappointed uh, at the start of classic. <laughs> I wanted the old ones. You know? yeah, yeah. What is this you yeah, What the hell is this? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many more options. Like I, I tried out a private server because uh, I was just so excited for classic. So I wanted to like try out a couple classes and stuff like that. And then just like the menu options compared to that to what we have in classic. I was like, hey, all this stuff is here. But I'm not a purist oh, as man. much as as you are. Yeah, yeah well, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, um, it was for my initial reaction was I wanted to try the old trade frames as a healer. <laughs> I thought it would be interesting, yeah. but um, yeah, no, this is this is okay. This is actually way better, and I kind of like it. I don't. I never used uh, any kind of healing addons, and some of my guild members um, kind of dislike that because yeah, they I don't <laughs> see incoming heals, so it's not not very no. optimal. You see. Um, but I like it that way. I think it's more fun to not have those like sheet add-ons. Uh, <laughs> 99% of the people use it, so <laughs> I need to be careful. Yeah, It's okay. I accept that I have cheat add-ons. Yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, don't, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to, if you want to send us an, e an email, do so at wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to talk to the hosts or any host on the Mash Those Buttons Network, you can do, do so by joining our, our Discord at mash.gg 
slash discord. If you want to see us live, you can check us out live at twitch. Can't talk. Twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And uh, last but not least, you guys have, have been doing great for this entire show, but the the uh, Apple podcast re- re- reviews help us a lot. The ones on warcraftradio.com slash dir- directory help us a lot and help us get seen. So thank you for those and keep them coming. All right. Ryan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Cognitive Pit or on YouTube, youtube.com slash Cognitive Pit. I have been putting in a lot of time in beta doing some hour grinds at a lot of different spots and I'm starting to put those videos out. So you can see when your dungeon group falls apart and you have to go grind for some primals to level because you're not doing any quests till 70, (laughs) then uh, you can check out those and see where the best primal grinding spots are. Yep, they're very chill, relaxed videos, so check them out. And Mel, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me on White Mane on Mel Arena. Come say hi. All right, right. And Duna Dine, where can we find you? Plug everything. Um, well, I do have a YouTube channel, but um, at the moment I don't put any any content on it other than the Good Morning Azra Ash- shows. Uh, you can actually find all of them from the beginning, the, f- the very first one till the most recent. I don't know if I uploaded that one actually, but um, everything is on there and you can just find it. Uh, I think it's called Duna Dine my channel that's it like uh, doing the 977 maybe um that's that might be the twitch one i don't exactly know <laughs> to be honest if you want to find me just type in doing the dine like gma or wow or classic or whatever in youtube and you, you will get there or good morning azeroth and you'll you will see it because um i think my channel pops up for the episodes as well somewhere in the top three um i used to stream a little bit on twitch uh but that's a long time ago and I think WoW is pretty hard to stream, to be honest. Um, I might try it again in the future, but I think if I stream anything, it's probably more something like Hearthstone, which I think is, is easier to stream. Um, yeah, other than that, I do have we do have the, the guild Discord, but it's kind of hard to, to link it here. So if you want to find that, you will find it on the, in the comments on my YouTube channel, and then you can come and say hi. Cool. Awesome, awesome, and that's D U N E D A I N for any American people, because we would probably say Dune Dane if we were <laughs> doing it. So, Dune Dane, please go check out his his YouTube, and yeah, all right. You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can also find me from time to time streaming on twitch.tv slash Blazin Bob. Let's get out of here, guys. Good show. Thank you again for coming. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashLoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash buttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 